I'm lining my shocks. Thank you. My shock is <gasps> your shock oh, was dude. will be questioned tonight. Yes, we are talking about that as well too. <laughs> uh, can I keep the one earbud I have in underneath these headphones, just playing lateralis? Sure. Yeah, that's a yeah, good idea. Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. You actually, yeah. you don't have to listen to what Travis is saying. Oh, okay. Just no. listen to find the sequence. Yep. And whenever you, it's just like Uno. Whenever you can call Fibonacci, then you start speaking, and okay. it's going to be right. All right. Fibonacci sounds like this. That's a good song. I know these pieces will fit. I know That's, they will fit. I just showed that to my math teacher, and I got an A. <laughs> you got an A. Do they yeah. have any more records? Miss, uh, yeah, Mr. Brush, Mr. Brush, Brush, listen to this. Honestly, oh, this is Mickey Mouse math. Honestly, I think I hate Tool a lot uh, for a lot of reasons, and I think if you were to give tool fans the option to listen to tool or to vote they would take tool yeah so maybe we should give them that option they would vote for tool they would go i want to listen to tool i don't need to vote yeah i don't want yeah. to vote. what's what is uh voting going to do for me that tool hasn't already done right so i'm thinking maybe there is something done about that yeah done we don't done need- done done that's not tool that's fun. I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Ducky? Oh, God! Oh, Hello, welcome to Roast Mortem. It's the finest show. Uh, we never say anything bad about Italians. My name is Tom. Uh, I'm Travis. And in studio tonight is uh, my good friend and man famously known for how his weekend has been. Oh, wow. Uh, Justin Walland of Heavy Hole Dangerous Thing fame. Hey, guys. Wow. My weekend was good. Oh, oh there uh, it is. Yeah, you have memes about how good your weekend is. I don't think I have. I think there's a there's meme about it. I think there's a meme. Just one. One of those Drake memes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it, everybody. Leave it alone. <laughs> here's yeah, here's, master, master and commander of weeks, Tom. I mean, you know, you gotta gotta learn about the best segment. Well, how do I get? Yeah, I get in here and I hijack the whole, all the weekend talk. They just care about me and what I do. I don't, I don't I'm think the star of the show. I know the most about metal and dead people, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you're taking over, but they want to know the most important thing. How was your weekend? What'd you drink? What'd you fish? Um, what'd you do to your car? These things, they're important. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I'm not going to ask you right off the bat. I want to ask Travis first. This is why I'm here. What to wind up. <sighs> Travis, how is Portland? Oh, uh, you know, it's uh, abysmal. Uh, there's meth meth vans on fire right next to uh, my house. That's that's great. That's pretty cool. Uh, actually, yeah, 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 free yeah. secondhand smoke. Everything's burning. Uh, I mean, no, actually, not the forest fires haven't haven't really been burning as much. They still are, but it's mainly hobo camps burning. I I don't see any problems here. I, I'm also yeah. hot for hobo camps. Yeah, I mean, what, yeah. what what are hobos but just human ash? Littering the street. Yeah, they're the people that, uh, they're the kebabs that come already made with the peppers on them. Yeah, so I got like uh, collections of skin flakes uh, floating around the the city. I, I'm, I'm doing okay. I, I don't really have much to report. 
I've been, I've been, dude, I've been getting my tinfoil hat designed, designer tinfoil hat. Oh, yeah? A fucking, I've been, yeah, Dolce yeah. Gabbana tinfoil hat that I've been working on, ordered you got uh, a, a for Von, this episode. A Von Dutch tinfoil hat? Yeah, Von <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, although um, the Pip Vipers are in the mail. Tom showed them, flexed them last time. Justin is like the, the messiah of Pip Vipers. I uh, saw them one time and brought. I tried to bring them to the North Shore. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you credit. did it. again. Full credit. Yeah, you did it. Away. I mean, I have gotten texts from many friends that just tell me they're in the mail. Like that's the coolest thing you can say. It's like the fastest way. And I, like I don't hate it, but it seems to be a theme. It's yeah. like I didn't order pit vipers. They're in the mail. Exactly. Put it on your <laughs> put it on your calendar. Two to three business days till I'm fucking rocking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm guilty of that too. You uh, see a lot better though. See, well, I definitely look better. Well, you look better. I don't know if you I can s- look better. If you know what I mean, depending on how you read that. Well, well, let's save the best for last. The master of weekends. So let's, Tom. How was your week? It was great. I had a great, great weekend. I hung out with my friend Ray, and what seems to be um, Ray. Ray has um, been telling us he has a girlfriend for the better part of a year now. Yeah, for a while. And uh, we thought he was a liar, but it turns out that he wasn't a liar. He has a nice girlfriend. And yep. we had a great time. We got drunk. I sang karaoke. But the night before, more importantly, is I I ran into a daywalker at night. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Wasn't oh, it we, was, no. we've made some we've made some references about this daywalker on the show, but you don't, yeah. don't know who he is. Oh my goodness. And it's great. My my future brother in law, the first thing he says to this guy is, I love your Instagram. <laughs> oh, solid. I solid was take. like Okay, so if you don't know, there's a man who's a vampire, and he uh, started a Patreon or GoFundMe to become a vampire for people. Whatever you think that means is exactly what it means. There's not a lot of depth here. Um, A sanguine uh, transition. Yeah, so I grew up with this kid, and he stops me everywhere I go. I wish he didn't, but he did. And um, yeah, uh, he got called out for being a vampire which I don't think he knew I knew about and that I had been studying him from afar. I'm giving myself away too yeah, much here. Yeah, and that most of the funding for his uh, his his uh, <laughs> blood actual sucking excursion was funded by you. Yeah, yeah really exactly. Just, I want yeah. to see more. Yeah. My my first reaction was, oh, this is this man. No one should pay to make another man a vampire. That's no. a one man's <laughs> journey. But then I realized yeah. we all need a little help and that I didn't want that to stop. I didn't want that gravy train for my of my entertainment and yeah. research to it, stop it takes a village uh right yeah to entertain i love when the yeah. affluent when when the when the just the mansion creeping vampires grace us with their gofundme links i feel yeah I feel seen yes <laughs> mansion creeping is a great way to describe <laughs> this gentleman <laughs> yes i'm very uh, i'm um, very happy you have all your blood though tom you, you texted me that about this and i'm like <laughs> i'm glad you have your blood did did I text you? I was hammered. I yeah. actually, I got a text from another friend saying, uh, I got away, Tom didn't. Oh <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, one uh, of my good friends watched me melt into disappointment. Yeah. I you uh, know, it you, you say you never leave a man behind, but you, you know, when it comes down to it, you have to you gotta go. I don't I, I don't begrudge him for his decision. Yeah. But either way, uh I, I survived a vampire attack. <laughs> And uh, Justin, how was your weekend? Blood is so precious. It is precious. <laughs> I need so, every drop of it. Apparently, it's so sweet and precious. <laughs> it 
It's so delicious and precious. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, my, my weekend was good. Yeah. Is this good? You didn't catch like a giant tuna <laughs> fish? What? Did, come on. What? You, 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 you saving it for your own show? Come so, on. That's so rude. Oh, oh, here we go. All right. Maybe maybe we can segue out of this. All right. Maybe we can kickflip out of this right yes. now. So I've been uh, experimenting with small aerial vehicles. Uh, you might know them as drones. Uh, oh. I thought you were thinking of vampire bats. <laughs> Justin, you becoming a pod racer? I oh my god, yes. So this is all yeah. We're all we're all folding in on on top of each other right now. Yeah. So I've combined my my new kind of interest in drones with fishing, and oh. I've been hooking my fishing line up to the bottom of this drone and pointing the camera down and seeing what whichever like so you see the face of the fish. They want they just want snacks like <laughs> they want the the sweet hors d'oeuvres that I'm flying out to them, and I will send. I will send this drone out to wherever it needs to go. It's like DoorDash for fish, like kind of thing. <laughs> and can you pull them up with the drone? Can you get them? What the drone is only the delivery system. Uh, you know, okay. it's like it's you know the the dasher is not going to spoon feed you your yeah uh, you know your fucking soup like so you got to get out there yourself. That's what I tell the fish. <laughs> do you you know do your part? Help me out, please. So I send the bait out, and it's fun. And then you sit there and you wait. And nothing, and then nothing's happening. Nothing yet. happens. Nothing's fish. Oh, that's why they call it fish. Yet. It's uh, I heard you say that before. So what's that now? Uh, that's why they call it fish. That's why they call it fishing. This yeah. is what yeah. my, my this is what my father has said to me. I think you've said that to me six, seven times a week, as, as much as I can for a long time. Yeah, for a while. You know, that's that's why they don't call it catching. Right. Yeah. So so, I, yeah. so big elephant in the room. We're recording this a day earlier because uh, you probably won't have power when this episode comes out. Yeah, Henri, some French idiot, yeah. is going to come over here and rip all of our shit out and make our trees uh, put them down where they belong. Yeah, yeah, gonna... yeah. about to goatsy fucking Long Island, big yeah. old broadside. Yeah, so Mike was like, I don't know, man, it's Saturday, and I'm 24, and I need to try to get laid. Oh, man. <laughs> this is what he said. Yeah. Now, I, I, I can understand. He might actually he might actually have a hard time leaving the house right now after that Gotti episode. He was very scared. He was texting yeah. me all week. He's just like, I just ran into an Italian guy. It's like, what happened? He said nothing. Yeah, I know a very dangerous man with sharp teeth that might be able to bodyguard for him. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, he's yeah. got a lot of free time because he told me he was getting a divorce, which is romance of the vampire. What? <laughs> How yeah. did you leave that out? I don't know. There's so many details. I feel like I'm not really telling the story that well. Uh, a lot of our listeners don't know this guy, but uh, he has yeah. two beautiful children that I'm sure are also day walkers. Yeah, I'm sure that he will pay for the, yeah. for for the rest of his life. Yeah, I, as a as a as a man on the cusp of marriage, I love a divorce story. I fucking love it. Yeah, and, well, you know, will this bite me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, speaking of bite, let's take a chunk out of this uh, episode and get into the meat. If you know what I'm saying, Travis. Uh, yes. Who's on the chopping block? So, all right, boys, we have roasted a lot of historical figures. We're going up, we're coming up on 200 historical figures on the show. Okay. And, you know, we've done people that have represented religion, they've represented their craft, they've represented their nation, but never before have we roasted somebody that represented our entire planet. Every single one of us, this guy. He's got us covered. He's got us covered. So surprisingly, you will not hear his name in any history books. No, 
I mean, mm. we have a man that's an ambassador for Earth, and you don't know his name. His name is George Adamski. Okay. Do you think because he works on such a macro level is yeah. why we don't talk about him in history class? Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of reasons we don't hear about him, and it has to do with the government not wanting us to know the truth and be free. Uh, they it think, comes down to it. That's right. They think uh, Jesus is a little easier to swallow. Yeah. Well, yeah. But everybody's got a boss. But Everyone... we're, we're, we're going to learn the secrets about Jesus tonight, too. So hold on to your butts. Uh, not only did George photograph a space a spacecraft from another world, wow. he made contact. Uh, and he even accompanied these extraterrestrials on a trip around the solar system. Come on, why don't we know yeah. about this guy? Let me show you around. Wow. I know I know who's burying him, and I think it might be might be of a few of those billionaires who have been flying around trying yeah. not to get, you know, little Bezos, little Branson, mm-hmm. little Elon Musk. They all meet up in rooms, start yeah. jerking each other off, going, Jeff, go take those books about Adamski off the website. Yeah, I got yeah all, we'll get off the shelves. We're going to be the space people. Yeah, fucking Bezos with his little fucking cowboy hat. Uh, Fuck you, George. If you haven't heard him talking, did you did you watch that when he came back? Uh, no, I no, I didn't watch. Oh that. my gosh, it's so funny. His voice is like you would never think that this guy had a dollar to his name. He sounds like a <laughs> he sounds like one of these people who belongs on the street of Portland getting backed over by by um uh, U-Hauls yeah. of of yeah. rich people, you know, moving him <laughs> like, like he's like a space is so great. Yeah. I loved being up there. Yeah. It was an adventure. <laughs> what? Like you destroyed the economy? Yeah, you uh you you emitted a lot of gas and it sounds like you breathed it in. That's how you <laughs> came back with a lower voice like well, Steve O's. Yeah. Well, well, was, did, did you know well I actually heard that he wasn't really in space. He was like just like the edge of space. Yeah, and our boy was in space, dude. That's right. Awesome. Uh, so some people might call George Adamski a UFOlogist. Very distinguished term. I call him an American hero. Would you? Uh, isn't he a global hero? Well, no, it's uh, the uh, same thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Same yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Pardon me. <laughs> Come on. Pardon my phrasing. Right. Yeah. What are borders anyway? Yeah. So this little ambassador to Earth uh, was born on in uh, on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't be ambassador if you're not born some places. So uh, he was born <laughs> a cool into a place. Yeah, he was born into a very angry little place called uh, Bromberg, Germany, on April seventeenth, eighteen ninety-one. Now, if we we've done a lot of these shows, you know who Germans love a lot. Like uh, a big fan of Ramstein. Yeah, of yeah, Ramstein. Hot dogs. Yeah, football. Are you? Do you mean this in an ironic way? Or are you talking about uh, the blacks and the Jews? Yeah, the the, he, love, the women and yeah. the gays. Yeah, well, they love those people, too. But the Poles, the Polish. Especially. Oh, the Poles. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so George and his family were uh, Polish. So when George was just two, just two years old, his family gave up <laughs> the pretzels, Hefeweizen, and big titty ladies with pigtails and moved to America. Specifically, right. specifically a place called Dunkirk in New York, mm-hmm. all the way up on Lake Erie. Hell yeah. Get out of our country, but welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's Polish, but he's born in Germany. So he was like, I, we need to be 
depressed. Yeah. No, his parents are like, I don't want a little depressed boy. This boy's got greatness. Right. Okay. Right in his eyes. Well, you know, shout out to the mom uh, to re- recognizing the, the the little glimmer in his eye uh, that this yeah. man will be doing great things. When you grow up, you're going to work at a Hess station yes. in Dunkirk, New York, mm-hmm. and you're going to be very proud you're going to own your own stand-up lawnmower, and that's, you're going to change the world. And then one day, a man's going to tell you, hey, you could sell this box of Kit Kats in your gas station. Oh, dude. You ever heard about Amway? You just want to turn the show into an Amway pitch? <laughs> Dude, we got to get into Amway. That's going to make us more money than Patreon. Yeah. Right. I'm at, short for the American way, right? Of course. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the case. Uh, but either way. Um, One day. Her, this, is, this woman is, the, the parents, they're stupid. Because he probably could have found out about aliens if he moved to a real place first. Not Dunkirk, New York. Oh well, he's he's gonna get there. So yeah. well, thank God Hitler didn't get his hands on this beautiful kid yeah. and get all the you aliens. can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't bring them to. He can't bring a kid from uh, Germany straight to Roswell and be like, "Here's your aliens. You got to ease them in, dog." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm new to this. Yeah, yeah. So when Georgie, so this is very important. This is an important thing in this script. Georgie boy only made it to the third grade because you know. And then he dropped out because, you know, I don't need to learn. Who needs to learn anything? Learn uh, is dumb. Yeah, I'm now, learned. You might consider this a Polish joke. So when he dropped out at the third grade, was he what, 18, 19? <laughs> hey, ow! Yeah. Oh, hey, oh. hey. Oh. Bassa. So George grew up, I mean, he's in Dunkirk. It's cold <laughs> as hell up there. Uh, he grew up with no real life prospects. So he was like, I'm going to join the U.S. Army. Cool. Um, That's so good. From- th- in third grade. So, do you remember your third grade teacher? Uh, uh, Miss Lipset. Yeah. Was she nice? Did she uh, teach she, you? She was a. She was a very. She let the classroom do anything she wanted. We broke the chalkboard. <laughs> broke the yeah. chalkboard. Right. Yeah. What were you doing? Some yeah. kid threw a marble at it, and it fucking shattered. Because she was awesome. like, "Wow." Yeah. Well, so did she teach you to like look up at the stars, perhaps? Yeah, and, she also looked. She also looked to the front of the classroom and saw that flag and was like, "You guys better get patriotic, all you poles born in this classroom. You gotta learn what freedom is." That's yeah. right. Yeah. So don't judge. That's all you need. Right. And then when you're over there, like you're saying, you come from Germany. You're the Polish man. Uh, you're allegedly kind of stupid. You join the army. Perfect recipe. This is to great. Fight for a country that yeah. you might not like. This is like yeah. Jack Black in Mars Attacks. Right. I've never seen Mars Attacks. Yeah. You know that? Did you know something about me? I I haven't seen it. I did not know. I like when their brains explain. Explain? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were That's rapping. Yeah, but, me too. Yo, let my brain explain. <laughs> my brain explain. All right. So um, so he was in the Georgia. I mean, I think he was about 17 when he joined. So he was in the U.S. Army from 1913 to 1916 in the 13th U.S. Cavalry. Now you might be like, "Oh, those dates sound familiar." He must have been in mm-hmm. World War One. Mm. No, yeah, yeah. because unlike what you learned in every U.S. classroom, the United States joined late in the game for World War One, only swooping in when they could take the glory. Um, the Thanks. U.S. was actually at war at the time with Mexico and the revolutionaries Pancho Villa and Zapata. Yeah, mm. they were so, also uh, every um, every uh, warm blooded American. They were also mourning the loss of the Titanic. So, 
Yeah, we still yeah, sorry. Still you know, sorry. You know, we were a little too sad to like fight when we needed you. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson. He took a while. Did you know Woodrow Wilson slept like eleven hours a night? How? I don't know. He was just one of those like. He's like, I'm so busy being the president. I need to sleep. I never dude, got anything Woodrow, done. Dude, we have to fucking we have to go back to Woodrow because he's a real piece of shit. I guy. I don't know enough about him. I know he liked to sleep a lot. And I know that he was late on the game with World War One, 1918. And he's big on the KKK. Was he? Well, that means yeah. he. Oh, wow, this colorless man. Though. And I'd also like like. I just like to know what kind of pillow he's using because that's a really good night's sleep. Yeah. That's, and, you know, as a man who tosses and turns and, you know, just only cares about sleep and not uh, what you did historically that uh, is, ruins your reputation. Okay. This is what so we, about this. we know it's 11 hours or whatever, but he may have been tossing and turning and just jerking off for 11 hours. So yeah, uh, continue, Travis. Yeah. What a man does in his own bedroom is probably sticky. I'd say so. Yeah. I actually know so, so. Yeah. So George was discharged in 1917, narrowly escaping being sent off to the killing fields in France. Good. That same year, he marries uh, some lady named Mary. Nothing. Good. She's not really important in the story at all. They never are. This yeah. time period is <laughs> yeah. infamously, there's no women allowed. Yeah. It's, no, it's a boys club. Who's giving me my son? Yeah. <laughs> Time to so, marry Mary. Being a woman was a profession back then. It, um, as, as much so as like fry cook. Like you just. <laughs> they existed. And that's really all we know. It's important, but continue. Travis. If being a man was uh, was uh, considered as much of a profession, man, we'd be we'd be way more in space right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. We would be doing this show from space live. And in the future. Yeah, and like with honor. So yeah. <laughs> For honor. You've never seen Mars Attacks? No. That's insane. That's yeah. like absolutely insane. It always looked great. I was like, this movie There's looks There's a reason great. for that. Yeah. I just I, never saw it, dude. Well, I remember never those aliens. What do they sound like? <laughs> yeah, like, like, ah. Does it, it's com- it comes from this whole comic background and bubble, like little bubblegum rappers. <laughs> so these, these two, you know, he's a man on a horse in Mexico. He's like, I got to go find a good place to live. Now that I'm not in the army, I'm not going back to Dunkirk. So they moved to Yellowstone National Park, where George worked as a painter and decorator. So I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> they painted some trees, yeah. eating some mushrooms, moving mushrooms around. Put like, moss oh, on I the think- rocks. Yeah. yeah. He only worked like three days a year. It was only the Christmas trees, the pines. He'd paint a little snow on them because it doesn't snow like. Yeah. Oh, uh, this little, uh, this actually little pond's got a little uh, more water than this other one. So let me move the water around. This is yeah. for the American boys yeah. and girls. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. I'm gonna skin some raccoons and make <laughs> stars out of them. The decorations are very strange back then. Yeah, Morbid. very strange. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, people think that pelts. The value was on the furry outside patterns. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, it was on the inside. Gooey the veins. Me- it was yeah. the gooey veins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he actually uh, started the whole flapper dress, but he would do it on brown bears. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, you need a production model. Yeah, <laughs> w- working. <laughs> I, I don't want to say this. No, I'll just say it, anyway. say it for the modern woman. He was yeah. thinking ahead, and he's looking. <laughs> Back then, they were skinniest trees, so he needed a bear. Yeah, continue, Travis. This man not only looked deep into space, but into the future as well. <laughs> it's like yeah. you guys are you guys are getting pretty wide. Let's do this. 
So during the 1920s, George started to buy into uh, Helena Blavatsky's Theophacy. Theophacy. So Travis, uh, what, are the, what do those words mean? <laughs> say the yeah. same, same. Okay, here. so so yeah, Helen Blavatsky. I actually I had a book on her, and I was doing some research. She was this wacky occult, uh, psychic religion kind of lady that she was out in like Europe. And I had a book and I started reading it. And then the last podcast on the left put out an episode about her, like right when I was reading the book. So I'm like, fuck, I shelved it. Yeah, we can't we can't overlap. You know, the problem is with having a better show than them is that people don't know. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we we have to distance. Yeah, it's a great show. This is my first time listening to uh, being on Roast More. I'm actually listening to the episode as I'm on it. Right. This is my first time. I'm a huge last podcast fan, though. Yeah. I mean, they did it. (laughs) <laughs> I, well, uh, yeah uh, I, do, do you know what uh, number episode that is Trav? because i'd love to listen to it well thanks for uh, thanks for the uh ridge wallet-esque shout yeah. out to a podcast i i refuse to talk about any podcast on this show that yeah no it, listen to episode like 69 of lot for human consumption or not no not for last podcast consumption <laughs> i don't mix up all my fucking shows all right you anyway. can edit what's like who edits us uh zwick uh yeah you could edit all that out zwick nice to meet you <laughs> so theophacy it's, what a bad what a uh, bad joke i'm sorry no leave it <laughs> leave it twick theophacy is this weird like spiritualist religion it's kind of like a chinese buffet of all the spooky creepy shit in different religions so it's christian but they also believe in like a bunch of indian stuff like chakras karma and reincarnation right and as being like one third of a science show, uh, we know all that's bullshit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I want I want to reincarnate into a raccoon. Yeah, I'm gonna I re- know you do. <laughs> you want you want to <laughs> reincarnate as Travis Lee having sex with a raccoon? <laughs> maybe, maybe you want to be inside a raccoon when you come to and go. Oh, I remember my old self, and I that, wanted that's to gross, do this because I'd be a baby. No, because you come to like, you know, you're like 12 years old and it's like, oh, I had a past life. You don't remember before. Everyone knows that. And it's all bullshit anyway. When I, I want to be reincarnated as an astronaut. Oh, hell yeah. You're going to be like <laughs> Billy Joel Armstrong. <laughs> Is he, isn't he the guy from Green Day? No, he's the guy that walked on the moon and was like, I'm an American idiot. Yeah, he was like, he was like, oh, my God, look, like, look at this suit. I'm having the time of my life. Yeah, something unpredictable. Deep deep cuts. Yeah, let's reincarnate the episode. Yeah, Yeah. all right. Yeah, stay tuned, listeners. We're gonna reincarnate this. Incarnate. We're just gonna reincarnate. Fuck it. Cart. Short talk. George. George goes ahead. He's like all about the shit. Like, oh, I love India and that stuff. That's cool. So he forms a cult, and the name of his cult is the Royal Order of Tibet. Because why Tibet? I mean, it's really, really far away, and you could just make shit up, and the average American will be like, "Oh, yeah, it's totally where where to what Tibetan people do." Where do you say all this stuff's taking place, bud? <laughs> Tibet. Where the hell's that? <laughs> what is that? What is I'll, that? I'll bet you don't know. Yeah, is that near Florida? <laughs> yeah. Where you- I see all the respect that the Masons are getting, and the you know the Knights Templar and all this shit. I want some of that. Mm. I yeah, I want to go to bed. Yes. We're yeah, going they got to bet. they have all them flags they put up in your dorms. 
And then you're what supposed to pray to him. Well, that's cool. So he starts this cult. And like back then, it was easy to start a cult. Yeah. Right? Especially Every- because we're entering the 1930s. We're just moving through his life. Everything happens at the end. So it's moving into the 1930s. He makes this cult. And prohibition sets in. So he's like, oh, I could just make wine because it's part of my religion. So he starts making booze for the Royal Order of Tibet, his cult. Hell yeah. Cigarettes, too? You know it. Lucy's. Nice. Cult of Lucy's. Women? Was he making short dresses as well? Good question. What was his take on short dresses for for his cult people? Well, well, you see, he also was very strict with like Christianity, even though he was into all this weird shit. So oh. I'm, I'm assuming that the dress probably was like had a trail on everything. I I can't believe this guy. Yeah, yeah. You you can't make a cult and then also have your like go fuck some shit. You know, like go <laughs> stick it in and tell other people that they can't do that. Fuck every guy and girl who walks in for a free sample and just see what happens. Yeah. Don't you know who I am? I'm from Tibet. I'm Tibet. <laughs> yeah. So he's never actually been to Tibet. He doesn't know what Tibet is. He's still in South Dakota at Yellowstone. Does he look like bears. Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's, like walking around all Chinese? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> yelling down the hallway, like, come to my club. Also, yeah. ding dong or something. Yeah. Welcome to Revelstone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you the, can- the population of in this in this area like currently is there's no there's like five people yeah so yeah so who's in his cult is right well like that's, some squirrels that's like that's you the, know pine cones yeah yeah that's the thing is he's in south dakota there's not a lot of people to make your cult so he's like you know i gotta find more people i need to go find the certain type of people that will join a cult so He's thinking warm weather, uh, people that chemically bleach their assholes, people Mm -hmm. that believe in homopathic recipes and sage their house. Uh, L.A., baby. That's where he's going. Nice. We're in the movies. That's what he's saying to himself. That's right. Yeah. Specifically, he goes to Laguma Beach. Hell yeah. Uh, Kicks down the doors of the beach. Yeah, I, I got that, too. I speak a lot of French. Most of my language is French. And uh, that's what I got. Bean Beach. (laughs) Bean Beach. (laughs) And they don't call it that because it's close to Tijuana. You would think so. You would think. You would think that the refried would make their way up, but it's not. So he's in (laughs) Bean Beach. His his cult keeps growing and growing. And as I mentioned, his spin on this theophysy is that it was more of a Christian angle with little bits of Asian (laughs) mysticism. And of course, George was a healer. He believed in metaphysics, and he taught something that he called universal law. Hell and yeah, the dude. reason why he did that was because his approach was way more scientific than your average religion. Well, Remember, here's the, here's the, the science for you right now. You bring the Tibetan rice to Bean Beach. You got rice and beans. Boom. Law of the universe. <laughs> Damn. That's how, that's how like 97% of the people live on this earth. And yeah. fortunately for our listeners, I think that that's only some of them. So shout out to Rice and Beans and keeping everyone intact. Smartest man alive. Let's go. Now, remember, George has a third. I just keep remember, George has a third grade education. here. It's pretty Universal high. law. Yeah. yeah. But what does Hollywood have? Wow. That's a like, good question. 
collectively, it's like almost nothing. Like just yeah. stupid idiots. Single, like, ah, double, yeah, double digit IQs. They got dreams, yeah. man. Dreams go dreams, a long way. Uh, yeah. dreams, visions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just want to keep saying honor for some reason. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I don't know if they have that. Dude, LA they has have synergy, baby. Synergy. Capiche. They have equinoxes. Yeah, now they got rice and beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in into the 30s, uh, George started writing books on this universal law and telepathy. The guy knew how to do telepathy. Can't forget about that. It's important. Uh, we should do a telepathic episode. It's, uh, I mean, our our view. They're not listeners. Our uh, what, what, what? our clients are remote viewers. Yes, yeah. our remote yeah, viewers remote that viewing. Wow, that's the new Patreon. That's why there's nothing on our Patreon right now. It has nothing to do with inner turmoil of the show. It has all to do what, what? with uh, all the content being telepathic. Yeah, it's all telepathic. Also, um, yeah, be, beware who you encounter when you're astral projecting because you don't know what other people's power levels are, and uh, you might not be prepared for that. So just uh, make sure that you take uh, into account your own uh, you know, psychic power and, uh, and proceed with caution. Yeah, uh, a lot of Cuomos out there. Careful, yeah, a lot ladies. Of people, a lot of people Careful, are, ladies. Yeah, ladies. A lot of people will kiss your brain telepathically. Take all your stupid stones and throw them in a river because you that it's just inviting a telepathic Cuomo. Yeah, and you're yeah. also making a really uh, sweet river to uh, visit on vacation. Like yeah. wherever that river is, it's all the cool stones on the bottom. Just dump yeah. it. Dream, dream catchers, th- give them to the homeless. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, do we know what uh, what this universal law consisted of, or is it not important at all? Uh, to be honest, it's not super important. Like I said, it's like a fucking it's a religious buffet of mainly yeah. like Indian and Ch- Buddhist and Chinese religions, and it, it's like the universal title. Yeah, no, it's it, it's not super important, uh, but it will be referenced. The concepts will be referenced again when. When he's finally the ambassador. So in the 30s, he was making bank with this cult. He was selling uh, mail order lessons on telepathy and doing talk radio. Because, you know, like he's basically the original Joey Rogue. Yeah, dude. I mean, Joe Rogan, I don't know. Like, we have to do an episode of him because he died recently. It's really sad. But um, maybe we don't talk shit about him. Because some of his guests have shown us how to live. Yeah, do you fucking need the the post office if you could if you're telepathic? Do you need this? Good point. Good point. Joe Rogan with his third eye uh, used to tell us. I actually I keep a, a a flask in my pocket. I I take a, a swig of it whenever I uh, whenever I see a, a Joe Rogan third eye tattoo on some <laughs> some, People, uh, some some budding MMA head. fighter, some some uh, you know some uh, uh, comedian upstart. Some lonely woman. I yeah. just love it. That's yeah. my favorite. So as the 40s rolled around, uh, George was now <laughs> entering his, his 50s. Because, you know, he was born in 19 or 1891. So that makes right. sense. That's called math. It sounds and, like he got a lot done, to be fair. But we're kind of breezing over how he did it because it's not so documented. Well, when you when you talk about it's not so documented. And also when you talk about being the ambassador to Earth, a lot of great accomplishments get overshadowed. Like universal law. Oh, yeah. Sure. Right. I mean, yeah. considering he never went like to medieval times in sixth grade, only got to third grade, like he's doing pretty well. Yeah, he's doing pretty <laughs> well. Fine. He doesn't know anything about history <laughs> that you would get if you went to medieval times at a turkey dinner and yelled at knights. 
So he's in the 40s. He's like, you know, it'd be great. Uh, let's start a commune. Got to move all my friends, all my cult friends out yeah, in the dude. middle of nowhere. Okay. It's the 60s somewhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 60s clock somewhere, brah. Yeah. So he goes to his cult. He's like, hey, everyone. Asian Jesus told so me silent. we got to reach Nevada. So we got to move out to the desert so to Mount Palomar. Which is like near San Diego ish, like in yeah, between San Diego and L.A. Okay, that sounds like there's like a soap made uh, named that. Uh, see, I was getting hungry while I was reading my book because I kept thinking that Malamars shit I can't eat. Oh, I love Malamars, baby, dude. You're not eating Malamars? No, I'm doing keto. Oh, dude, how is your? Oh, let's man. take a little what? real life break. How's it going? Yeah. How's the keto? How, are you still fighting Randy? Oh, no, Randy threw in the towel, but I'm still ketoing. Good. I, f- I love I, this. I, I found out about these things called magic noodles. So they're, it's, like a, it's like a root. It's just like slimy-ass hospital noodles, but I could eat noodles. Okay. This yeah. is a point yeah. of survival. How much have you lost so far? You're like looking good. 35 pounds. Hey. Wow. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Slimming down. Yeah, buddy. Are you going to equate any of your success to universal law? Yes, it was all universal. I like I lost. I so I only lost five pounds doing keto, and then I started reading about this. And I right. lost it all at once. Are you? Are you looking hot? Is your main motivator to lose weight to be easier to be uh, beamed up? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's a weight Less limit. En- there's a weight limit to the beam. You know. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. right. Less energy uh, to be beamed up. More energy to party. I think yeah. that's. You got these lights on. That's in Mars Attacks. Time. You should watch that movie. Oh, I, and I'll these watch little, that movie. That movie <laughs> seems awesome. It's great. And the, these fuckers like the party. We'll talk about that. So they're uh, like, let's go to Mount Palomar, which is an interesting place to choose because they were building uh, the Mount Palomar Observatory, which was a massive telescope that took a very long time and by the time to build. And by the time it was built, it was actually obsolete, which is how government and science works. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I yeah I think I uh, that's what I'm feeling. About I have it. <laughs> there's nothing funny about that. By the time they finish the roads, we're going to be skateboarding in the sewers. <laughs> <Yes>. Universal <laughs> truths coming coming to you 2023. Get so, ready. Yeah, wear what? your sewer mask. Watch out for that sewer variant. <laughs> so one of George's <laughs> followers, a woman named Alice. Uh, started a little cafe uh, on the road up to the observatory. So their commune was like one of those like homesteading things where like they're all just right. like building their shacks, but they're like getting their shitty materials by working at this um, cafe that this woman Alice built. Um, okay. They also called their uh, shit hole commune Palomar Gardens, but you know, sounds like just kind of a trailer park. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or there's definitely a uh, suburban sprawl community, same name. Yeah, uh, right there, right now. Yeah, yeah right now. Getting bought it's up. Luxury a lot of Dodge Rams now. in that community. Yeah, Dodge a lot Rams. of Dodge Rams and probably some mail order telekinesis kits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how, how do I get myself out of this marriage? How do I, do this? I gotta I buy this. Uh, can you fly one of those over to Afghanistan real quick? Because I gotta find out who my wife is fucking. Okay. <laughs> This little cafe that was open, the Palomar Gardens Cafe, became a little famous greasy spoon for the scientists and tourists that were working the observatory. You know, there's no place to eat. It's the middle of the fucking desert. And, like, 
Here we go. Guy making a crazy Polish man making hot dogs and hamburgers for you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, enough of the lizards. I want a hot dog. Let's yeah. go. So George bought his own telescope, and between flipping burgers at the cafe, he would charge people to take a look through his telescope. Look at the stars, right? Right. I know where this is going. Yeah. He, he would often lie and say that he worked for the observatory, even handing out a business card where he called himself Professor George Adamski. All right. Yes. Okay. I accept it 100%. Because who, what, are, like, accredited, huh? What are you talking about? What is a master's degree? What's a PhD anyway? It's a piece this, of paper. This guy's changing the world with, uh, uh Flipping burgers, as you just mentioned, he's making money, but also standing there like a like an old timey. Jo- I'm assuming he has an apron tied around a his- suit, right? Yeah, <laughs> and a, a miniature apron covering his pocket cover. You know, his uh, his pocket protector. Yes, and he's talking to people just be like, uh, "You want to catch up on that?" Also, you should come on by. I'll tell you how to live. <laughs> just come on by my place. Palomero Gardens. I can admit nothing tastes tastes as sweet mm. as showing somebody the galaxy yeah. and getting slipped a twenty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his eyeballs must have been large. You know what? Quick question: Is this guy? Uh, what's his stance on alcohol and all that crap? Uh, you know, I'm assuming that he liked alcohol because he was making wine during Prohibition. Oh, right, right. I forgot about yeah. that. But, you know, like, as things change and some cults are, like, super anti that and then some people are super into it, like, I don't know. Maybe he got yeah. all teats a little or maybe well, I'm making that up. You got to think, as, you know, a third grade educated man, he's probably facing a lot of problems in his life that he's like, hmm, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so he's just drinking about it the whole time. Yeah, and he's yeah. drinking and drinking. And, That's and, what I've been doing. Yeah, because I can't figure this book out. Right. I feel like I have a third grade education, maybe like a fourth ish at this yeah. point because i've drank enough well, to I'm, remove I've, I've removed a lot of thoughts he yeah. was a 50s man so he did smoke a lot of cigarettes we do know that confirmed like so lots. he was he was very cool then yeah very cool yeah nice. now i can finally relate yeah connect the dots la 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 so here is where the fun begins so for years george had been looking through his telescope and describing what he called saucers and he okay. started to infuse these otherworldly crafts into his little cult that he had built. Now, in actuality, a friend, because this guy became super popular, and a friend that uh, he was bootlegging wine to in the 30s told reporters that George had said to him before he moved to Palomar Gardens, I want to get into that flying saucer crap. All right, I got to ask. I feel like there's... I'm not I'm not criticizing your reporting on this very important man. But what I am doing is I'm asking this question. Why is it always like a friend talking to a reporter? What were reporters like that they had all the time in the world to just talk to people and go, "Wait, oh, hey. And uh, tell me what. Isn't that their job? They well, take it for the scoop. But like yeah. I can't But but who All right, so you're saying the guy's popular enough where if people uh, approach a, a reporter and they go, hey, I got a story about George Ademski. They go, uh, sit down. Let me buy you a coffee. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Mickey, why don't oh, you go out there to Belmar yes. Gardens? Uh, there's, I, there's, I got a hot scoop. That there's some galaxy brain going on over there. Oh, that sounds good. I'm into scoop. You know, I'm really into scoop recently. 
Yeah, go in there. Maybe after you throw a few extra biscuits your way. Oh, boy. Biscuits and scoops. He's got two bosses. Oh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, you know this, guy saying? Was, like, this guy was that big. That there were he reporters was that big. looking for scoops. Okay. Well, yeah, this, they were they were is... they were looking for the straight they weren't looking for the straight tortillas. They wanted to get more fucking salsa on every bite. X3, X3, King of Tibet looking at the stars. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so George George's first all right, so just, just to give some perspective, in nineteen forty six, that is when Roswell happened. So forty seven. 47. We were just talking about 47. That. Okay, 47. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pre, pre-roll so, conversation. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 very hot right now, flying saucers, right? Right. Then in 1946, George claimed to have photographed his first UFO during a meteor shower, conveniently enough. I mean, that's a great time to take pictures of things in the sky. Um, and it looked like a long boy, like one of those Tic Tac men that you see on in the news nowadays. Oh, big coincidence there. Yeah. Yeah. This all checks out. I knew it. (laughs) Now, for the remainder of the 40s, George would go around Southern California giving speeches about his flying saucers that he was photographing. Uh, He even made claims that he went in, that he had, he made claims that he had inside info into the Palomar Observatory and that they had discovered that Mars had man-made canals that were be that were built by intelligence far greater than any man on earth. I mean, like, we listen, saw it. Come here. They got third graders on Mars building tunnels. <laughs> Wait, so they have canals, but they're also flying here. They have the technology to fly, but they still need a canal. They're big in the gypsies, the pika pikeys. I love how tradition takes precedent over intelligence even on Mars. That's right. That's like, oh, yeah. you, see, you know, you see what your big brother's doing, but like, and you know, he's driving like an F-150 and you're like, all right, I'll get like an F-250. Like that's Earth and Mars. Right. Got to add up. But yeah, like you got to think, <laughs> like if you're a Martian, you go, I got all these canals. Just like, well, we have these craft that uh, defy gravity. Yeah. It's like, but I'm trying to ruin this planet. <laughs> yeah. I like I, water. Don't get in my way. Yeah. <laughs> Next day, I'm going to put water in these canals one one day, my Martian bride, I'm going to fill your canal with water. <laughs> Mark my words. Before I'm done on this red planet, I'm going to fill this with water. This is a fine pint water. of space water that, that I have procured for my wife, who is now divorcing me and leaving me for a vampire. <laughs> An Earth oh, vampire, man. Yeah, actually, maybe all the liquid on Mars is red, and that's why we can't see it. That would make yeah. a lot of sense. <laughs> Stop going there. Stop going there, everyone. I know you're on your way. Sorry, to listeners. Be- stop it. Sorry to burst your bubble, Tesla. But the secret's out. It's red liquid. Can it's we blood. just can we just make the oceans red here? Yeah, but just I, you see me every weekend. I go out to the Pacific and I drop Kool Aid packets in it. You're you're an American treasure. Thank you. You're you're saving the planet. Tell us more about George and how we got here. I got to tell you more about how my wee-wee needs to pee, and I want to go put nicotine in my lungs. <laughs> All right. Careful. All right. Take a quick break. Red Sea, Dead Sea. I don't know what color to be. <laughs> put down. Leave all of that in, Zwick. No edits for you. Let's jump back in. So there were just juicy shits coming. Oh. Thank God. There's some dry-ass rice and beans that we've been covering. I'm ready for yeah. the mothership. Yep. 
So November 20th, 1952, Adam Ski and a bunch of his followers just happened to be out in the Colorado desert looking at rocks or something. No, looking at the sky. Holy shit. Sky rocks. Oh, holy. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, he sees the mothership. One of the what what is described as a cigar shaped uh, craft floating around like straight up. There's like a sound of a dengri do from the background, just like. So so he sees this fucking phallic like turd floating in 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 the sky. Phallic then, turd, really doubling yeah, down. Phallic yeah, phallic turd, that's where he, mm-hmm. yeah. So then a little door opens up, and a smaller craft fl- flies out. And if you want to open up the chat right now, <laughs> you can see exactly what this craft is, because he got a photograph of the smaller craft. Oh, thank God. Let me open up this chat. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the child. It's like a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, hold on. China is tapping into my computer. Now I could open it. Why is it so stupid? What, it just doesn't show the picture? No, I it downloads. It download it. Oh. Um, oh. Why is it not getting Dude, look at this resolution. What? Damn, dude. That, that is that's the real. alien craft, boys. Oh, my God. That's, dude, them light bulbs? I. There's, light, there's a couple of light bulbs in there. Well, how else are you going to see in dark ass space? What is it Justin, upside down? Justin, you, you might say those are just light bulbs, maybe a surgical lamp. Mm. That he's suspended with some wire. And upon closer inspection, you may actually just see the General Electric logos on the, quote, landing gears, a.k.a. light bulbs. But George had a special effects guy, this same special effects guy that did Cecil B. DeMille's films. He took a look at these photos and he said this image could not be reproduced using any special effects cecil b demille he was a big boy back in hollywood so if his boy is saying we're going to mars 2112 everyone pack your fucking lunch jk the chicken nuggets are stellar oh my god um (laughs) you you never had asparagus until you had it on moss yeah (laughs) unless it came out like the front of an alien's vaginas uh what do they have vagina what are they this is a good question see this is the thing Every alien is transsexual. We know this, and that's fine. That's actually very comfortable. I talking conversation. Yeah, okay? we everyone's comfortable talking about transsexuals. Yes, yeah. um, that's where the fingering comes in. This is a lot of fingering. They, they have See, long fingers, probes, too. probes, and fingers. George it's never it. did the deed with an alien, so we just don't know. Well, I'm just thinking cloacas. If you don't know what that is, I don't know. Was it, clo- was it cloaca? A cloaca is the part on a bird. Well, that merges their their urinary path and their shit path. Like, birds don't piss. It all comes out as one thing. Yeah, and they don't have a sphincter either, so they can't control that shit. It just plops out. This yeah, is efficient. So- like rats, almost. I don't know. Do rat- rats pee. Rats, rats pee. They don't, I don't think they, they have a bladder pee, to store yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, a cloaca yeah. is what I'm thinking these fellas have. Yeah. These fellas and ladymans. One... One shoot. It's kind of like how you know every house usually they just you just have one mailbox. You have one mailbox for the bills and the junk mail and the packages. <laughs> right. And yeah. you always every day you're sticking your hand in that mailbox. Like right. Yeah. And some of the surprise. some of the bills and letters are <laughs> trash, and you just throw them right away. Some of them are great, and you hold on to it. You put it in yeah. your mouth. You lick it. Oh, thank God! Sunglasses Hut yeah. has contacted me. 
with this goopy (laughs) (laughs) birthday (laughs) coupon. So I I like to think that aliens are uh, they're they have evolved past uh, prefixes and they're just sexual. They're just sexual. They're just sexual. sexual. Okay, fair enough. I'm in. I'm bu- so I buy, I've been to Mars 21. I'm bu- hot. I'm almost there. And the yeah. motions of those aliens dancing in the bubbles. I didn't care if they had alien tits or not. I was like, this is cool as shit. Is Mars 2112 still around? No, they closed down. Uh, no, it closed. Yeah. That's why. So Elon for those Musk of you right that now. don't know what Mars 2112 is, it was basically Mars Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Right. It was, it was Mars Bass Pro Shop. Right. So it yeah. was scientifically accurate. It mm-hmm. was delicious. <laughs> it's deli- it absolutely delicious. Genie. Yeah. You took a spaceship there. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I, God, I love that trailer. You just pop into a trailer and they shake they, it. They shake it yeah. and they spin it around. So good, dude. And I then they food. go, here's a fucking menu. I couldn't believe that shit okay. the first time I went. If you don't like the candlelight, go back to Earth. Okay, so <laughs> if <laughs> they see this small craft pop out of the fucking, the big cigar-shaped craft, right? The small right. little boy. Mm-hmm. And it, it goes off, it's flying down. And George is like, all right, guys, you stay right here. I'm going to go check out that small ship that just landed. Now, luckily, it landed behind a hill, so no one actually saw what happened. Right. But George, brave man, he walks over the hill, and in front of this craft is standing a figure, and he made first contact with a visitor from out of this world. Hey, what's that between your legs? It looks like a colic. <laughs> That's probably the first question he asked. So we all know the different types of aliens, right? You got grays, you got right. reptiloids, you got old green men. Yeah, yeah, insecties. You got yeah. uh, you got Egger, the bug, yeah. the bug suit. Uh-huh. Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got other one. There's a few other ones. I don't know. I remember getting really into the stuff, and uh, I read some of Bill Cooper's work. This is genius, mm. absolute genius. Um, mm. But is that Bradley honestly, Cooper's dad? It is Bradley Cooper's dad, and there's a reason that Hollywood is not telling the truth anymore because yeah. it's a it's a cover up. It's all a cover up. Yeah, they don't want to let you know about Leans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, look the that truth way. about the ends. What, what is Hollywood? It's just a giant corporation going, look that way. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Lians. Yeah. Look, look at that square over there. <laughs> look at that big rectangle. Don't look, don't look at, the don't t- look at that circle. Don't look at the truth. <laughs> don't look at that tic tac in the air. Look at this rectangle inside. Away from, <laughs> away from the stars. Keep your brain tiny. All right, Hollywood, I see you, but I see the truth clearer. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of George, the specific <laughs> alien that George found. He found a type of alien that I had never heard of before <laughs> called Nordic Nordics. aliens. The Nordics. No, Nordic. That's a black metal. Well, it's a black metal riff. Yes. Um, so, yes, I didn't say that one because that's one of the best ones to know. And I knew you were going to have that aliens? in the script. The Nordic boys, the Nordic track. If you're trying to get in shape, you want to pop on one of them bitches. But if you're trying to get your mind in shape, you want to back it up, drop the track, talk to the Nordics. Not talk about those fake people up in Scandinavia. Fuck that place. What are you place. doing? Yeah. Fuck that place. It's cold. It's, yeah, no, it's cold. You want to bend over and back yourself up to one of them nice warm Nordics from the space guy. Yeah, space Nordics, dog. Yeah. I just want to cloak on my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spread them. 
Yeah, yeah. except there's so many more A's and I's when you spell Kroakai. <laughs> so, so the Nordics just basically look like ABBA members, right? They got long blonde hair. They're very, mm. very uh, Aryan. They kind of look androgynous, and they wear tunics with a waist belt, like in shiny the, clothes. I see it in the mirror every day. Right? Yeah, yeah. you add, that describes you to a T. Tunics included. Yeah, the, when I was when I was born, after I was born, my uh, my dad told me he was like, "Listen, if you were like a little taller, we were gonna name you Leon." Leon. Apostrophe Leon. <laughs> oh my my friend, a Leon. It's very proud of you, son. Proud that you never f- formally moved to Brooklyn, and you were able to stick out. Yes. You've uh, you've never left home, but you've been so far away. <laughs> so George meets his little Aryan alien, and uh, they do first thing they do is they do this little palm pat. They palm pat. Yeah, they high he high fives. Do you say Aryan alien? <laughs> Aryan alien. Aryan alien. Aryan alien. Aryan Ant Farm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's what I was trying to go for. So this guy goes over the hill, and his first thought is just like, thank God you're white. Yeah. Uh, I met those grays before. Let me tell you, they have some bad neighborhoods. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is a 1950s mindset. I don't think like that. I'm not... (laughs) George puts his hand out for a shake, and they do a palm pat. Right. Yeah. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Describe it. So, so I want you guys to put your hands out in front of you. Now get re- get really close, like you're gonna like shake, and just tap your palms. <laughs> this is yeah. a retarded high five. It's a slow five. No grips. No, these aggressive grips. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hate that. Where'd you learn that, Jupiter? Come on, <laughs> Jupiter! Come on! If you go to if you go to Bayonne, New Jersey, what they do there is they touch each other's penises for hours every time they see each other. Now, this may look like a regular ass white man, but does he know English? Probably not. He's an alien. Yeah, but lucky for George, he had been practicing telepathy for over thirty years. Yes, oh. dude. So much so he was mailing it out. Yeah, have yeah. some of mine. It's a paper trail. Uh-huh. So they had a bit of a mind chat, and it turns out the alien's name was Orthon, and he was from the balmy planet Venus. So you're close, Justin. Yeah. Jupiter and Venus. Yeah, one and a half. Yo, I'm in the Pretty same far solar away. system. Ah. Yeah. Hello, my name is Randall Orthon. I am here with my tribal tattoos. I am Nordic and also very tan. I will come <laughs> at you, boy. Yes. Hello. Like, like a bull. My name is Orthon. I know that my demo sounds low quality, but I did that on purpose. <laughs> I can explain my atmosphere away. Do you like atmosphere? If not, my demo is not for you. <laughs> Do you know how heavy the atmosphere is on Venus? Thick with sick riffs and gooby gobby. Oh. Yeah. So, so they do this little brain-to-brain docking. And uh, Orthon tells George. <laughs> I think it's wrinkled up. I think you call it wrinkled. Yeah. Wrinkling? It's crumpled foreskin. Also, yeah. Yeah. in the Gotti episode, you use the term violent docking, which I, th- I would like. Yeah. You, I listened back to that episode. <laughs> and you use the term violent docking, which I think is maybe our next hat. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That, you, do, you do that with not only the man you love, 
but also with the USB that you don't know which side is is the right side. You oh violently, yeah, you violently dock. That's why it's nice to flatten your peen a little bit, right? So it only goes in one. Way. I'm a man. Yeah, of the you have to, like, you have to keep it underneath like a paperweight for overnight. So right. it really yeah, like you're, out. like yeah, like you're drying flowers in a book or something. I'm from the alternative future. <laughs> <laughs> I have to so, access my drive. Yes, I'm a USB seaman. Yeah, Orthon so. and George are doing violent brain docking. Right. Um, they, and they tangled up. The wrinkles are just tangled up. It's like yeah. a little, like a little bird's nest. Yeah. A high sexual bird's nest. <laughs> yeah. And George is telling him that he's on a scouting mission of the planet by the Space Brothers. The Space That's Brothers? That's they call themselves. Space Brothers. Wait, you mean, Othan, you have a brother and you both shit and piss on the same tube? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, like, do you sit down? you stand up? you do six splits? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, Me- space, the Space Brothers noticed that the shitty monkey Earth people were starting to drop nukes. And he's like, dude, you can't be dropping nukes on yeah, the yeah, planet. Jose, can you see? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna, there's a Second Amendment, right, to drop nukes. Right. The, the right to drop nukes. I 100% agree with any nuke that has been dropped. Continue. Because it's the right thing to do. Yep. Yeah. So, so basically, this guy's like, dude, stop dropping nukes. The rest of the conversation's stupid. He's like, what is this ship? How, I don't understand it. And he touches it and gets burnt or something. I don't know. He's like, He's, you know the ship, right? General Electric. We talked about this. Like, you know it. Wink, wink. Remember. Yeah, remember. You know what I mean? Come so on. George. You're embarrassing me. Come on. <laughs> yeah. George snaps a few more photos of the craft, which were terribly. You can't see anything. But George said it was because of the electromagnetism emitting from the craft would fuck with his. Yeah, they, they didn't have Canon. Yeah, they didn't have Canon five D uh, Mark fours back then. The pixel, uh, the depth definition. Yeah, yeah. Look, that that's science word, so we're gonna have to believe it. Yeah, that, he used science. I don't know about electromagnets. That's when you fucking put string around a nail. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. I, yeah, every time I've done that, I've gotten an award. Yeah, and I burnt myself. Yeah, I don't, actually, the gathering just happened uh, this past this weekend or Did this they, past week. They still went on. Yeah, good. Um, so I just want to just want to shout out <laughs> <laughs> to another type of species. Yeah, right. The uh, the the generous jug. All right, sorry. All right, continue, Travis. <laughs> so after after he snapped a few pictures, Orthon's like, "Yo, all right, bitch. Uh, bye, and uh, we'll talk later." Now, word spread about this encounter. I mean, it was the 50s. Everyone's talking about UFOs. And George, he's, you know, he's trying to make money. He's like, I met an alien. His name was Orthon. And he was like, stop dropping nukes. Yeah, right. Everybody had UFOs back then. They, uh, they all had uh, pickup trucks that uh, used fuel often. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Was, hey, Dad. That's, that's a negative point. It's been really parents. nice with uh, hanging with you guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get out of here with that shit. My goodness. So, George's story even went so far as England. And it reached this guy who was the second cousin to Winston Churchill and World War II RAF pilot, a guy named Desmond Leslie. Desmond, Desmond Leslie. Yeah. Desmond was enthralled by this story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how could you not be? Yep. Not yeah. hard to excite Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Now, Desmond was pretty much working on a book about ancient aliens before Eric Von Donneken's Chariots of the Gods. Right. It's a good book. Yeah, dude. Um, Go read if you want to learn. Yeah. So he sends a letter to George. He's like, yo, you want to write the second half of my book about your experience? Right. George's like, hell yeah, I got a third grade degree, but uh, let's do it. (laughs) This is drawings of like what seems to be a (laughs) penis inside of a vagina uh, putting... Shitting poop. <laughs> like I don't know how you did this. What is it? What is it called? Uh, you spelt it. What's that? K O L A K E A. What is that? Kaleki. Is that Hawaiian? Is that a Hawaiian term? Kaleki maka. Is this just a pineapple? So, and it turns out that 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 chick Alice actually was the ghostwriter of George's section uh, section of the book. Thank surprise, God. Surprise. Yeah, but well, he's George, retarded, so. yeah, George and I, I've actually so I'm going to talk about this in a second, but I read one of George's books and the editors of his book did not correct a lot of the spelling mistakes. Awesome. It's like backwards <laughs> S's and stuff. That's how yeah. you know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> backwards S like it's like I, I don't even know how we printed the character. It's not even it's not even here. Now, Desmond and George wrote uh, their, the book was called Flying Saucers Have Landed. And this came out in 1953 in England and then came out a little bit later in the U.S. That sounds like he thought he was writing an article. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's like, ah, it's going to go somewhere. They landed. Yeah. Flying saucers landed. Uh, chapter one, Orthos told me. The ends. <laughs> right next to Johnny Depp's wife beat him up. And he's yeah. landed in a cloaca. Let him sue. <laughs> but, Let, but him now, sue so that, Let him yeah, sue it. <laughs> this book comes out, but... Oh, no, there's trouble in paradise, the Palomar Gardens. What happened? The The, the electric bill came in? Is, <laughs> yeah. is this like early National Enquirer? These are the best headlines. Yeah. They did it. They, they came down here. They did it. <laughs> uh, first there was sand, then there were lights, then he came out of the ship and yeah. said, you don't even know about how big it is. <laughs> so, so uh, excuse me if I get some of these points mixed up because I read... One of my sources was called Looking for Orthon, written by a crazy man named Colin Bennett. Um, and it was incredibly hard to read because he would go about two paragraphs talking about George and then start talking about Lee Harvey Oswald, which had nothing to do with the what? events. Wait a minute. Yeah. They had nothing to do with each other? Well, no, nothing to do. We were talking about Hollywood before. What's before Hollywood? The theater. Right. The the big stage. The theater. And who jumps out of presumably the sky? Lee Harvey Oswald onto the stage. After doing what? Crashing his tiny little aircraft into <laughs> Lincoln's head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! That's how it's history a, do! It's the wrong president. Say <laughs> <laughs> I'm the right guy. <laughs> but, 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 but also, like... The truth. We all know <laughs> the truth. The truth has many colors. Yeah. So according to Colin, um, there is some (laughs) sexual tension going on between uh, George and one of his fellow commune buddies, a guy named (laughs) Gerald E. Baker. All right. I trust him. Now, George was all butthurt that Baker got married and wasn't going to give him that bussy. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyway, there was a physical altercation and Baker and. Uh, this other dude from the commune started to spread rumors that George had faked all of his pictures. 
How oh, dare on. him? Oh, at least they didn't call him gay. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to photo. He, like, listen, what, how are you going to do this? You're going to Photoshop uh, only the alien pictures and you're not going to make your butt look bigger also in your portrait? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like, right. Come yeah. on. Here's me with the alien. <laughs> hey, God, you don't look good here. Well, it's. Here, uh, hi, my name is George. Uh, exhibit A, uh, these are aliens. Uh, how could this possibly be Photoshop? See, Exhibit B, uh, here's a picture of me standing up. Look at this totally normal bulge uh, on my pants. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, normal. See, if I was uh, Doctor of Pictures, wouldn't you uh, want to see me this like huge uh, hog where I could shit and piss out of it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking Panera burrito because they got those now. I walked by a Panera. They were doing some shit. But all oh. I'm saying is, like, your exhibit exhibit C is obviously just a man scratching his head in front of a computer. Like, yeah, see, yeah, how could yeah. I have documented yeah, how this? How are I doing this? this? And then it's like, uh, this is me, George, and he has a picture of Einstein. And uh, it's not equal to, I'm not smart enough to do this. Right. Um, all I know is how to look and uh, also tell the truth. You're never supposed right. to lie. Yeah. So, God bless. So now we got these naysayers of freedom uh, going around talking about the pictures being fake. But that doesn't stop George. He's still torn around the country at this point. He's torn around Canada. Everyone's gobbling up the story. Yeah, it seems like lazy, but I appreciate it. Yeah. Because he took the initiative. Also, they were probably using the word scoop. Uh, This is a hot scoop back then. I like like that word. Yeah. Yeah, excuse me. I forgot my smokes at home. Can I have 10 cigarettes? It's 1953. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm trying to get that's a scoop. How it, when people bum, I'm trying to quit. Yeah, I'm trying to quit. I need to smoke 10 of your cigarettes. So as I mentioned, uh, George <laughs> would have more experiences with these Nordic aliens, right? So I read a book, his second book published about aliens called Inside the Flying Saucers. Uh, a very great name. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, he, he cruised around. Is this like his adventure? Yeah. So this second one, he has to up the ante. This was published in 1955. And ever since meeting with Orthon, George had been receiving telepathic signals from his alien friends. They were having little conversations. No but, doubt. Yeah, me, but, yo, what's your screen name? Like, that's what's up. It's just like, yeah, I'm driving and all of a sudden I can't see anymore. It's just a giant sup. no but they were so advanced telepathically that he really didn't know that he was being contacted at this point so he right well he would just do things and like he didn't know why he would so like in 1953 george had some urge to go to la alone now Mm -hmm. this could (laughs) tie into the whole bisexual thing cheating on his wife but we're not going to go into that i don't care about his wife so i don't care (laughs) either if he has sex with George C. Scott, well, I just, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Why am I getting all these images in my head of other things to put on hot dog buns? Like, <laughs> I know, like, what, like, what am I thinking? And then why am I wearing no shirt driving to L.A. right now? Yeah, it's because you were commanded to. <laughs> you were commanded. You needed to take a look at what Cary Grant was rocking. That's right. That's where I would be. 1953. Yeah. I'm down there. I'm like, who's bringing up baby now? OK, yeah. I got to see who's rising who. You also just uh, like let me also like add a, uh, a, a like three letters in here. Maybe the CIA uh, putting images in his head to go back to Hollywood. Stay inside. Yeah, stay inside maybe. and look at the big white rectangle with pictures on it. Right. And not focus on the truth again. Because Orthon is probably doing something else. Orthos. Yeah. He's Orthos is all over, man. But he's yeah. probably, Good point. Good he's point. probably hopped on. Listen, you always have to like think about how is this truth teller 
getting bamboozled. Right. Getting fucked. Right. How is he getting fucked over by the government using our tax dollars? (laughs) Right. I don't want to fuck this man. Why do I have to pay for it? No. 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 I could probably just ask him. I don't need to pay for it. No. Listen, I don't want to fuck you. I want to share a bed. Yeah. Listen, you use the urinal. I'll use the toilet. There's no dividers. Uh, listen, you can, if you use your fingers, you can push down that duty into the urinal. Like, no problem. <laughs> Actually, it's better if you remove the cake beforehand, put the cake in the sink, yeah. run the water on the cake in the sink, the hot water, let the nice aroma Just build. pretend you're a carpenter and put yeah. the cake in your mouth like a nail. We're creating atmosphere. Oh, hold on. I got to scoop out a piss. I'll be right back. Okay. Zwick, Travis is going to the bathroom. You want to just do this segment through it? We can just talk about uh, what we, what were we just talking about? Uh, we're talking about uh, pooing and peeing in the same right, right. In, so in the got, same bathroom. So what we got? We got George yep. at Adamski. I'm not sure if he's Travis is saying it right. I don't think so. Let's change it. Adamski. Adamski. So George kind of sounds the same. So he's in L.A. Right. So what are you going to do in L.A.? Well, you're going to shop. But where are you going to like eat? Oh, the like I don't know the Ritz. Hooters. Le, Le Ritz. It's Hooters. The answer is Hooters. Um, you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting very comfortable right now. It's kind of making me uncomfortable. Oh, all right. Do you want the ball? Uh, no, it's fine. But look, I'll stand. Listen, I'll let's let's I'll add in. My we'll fill in the blanks here. So okay. George, Georgie Adamski, he's hitting up the Hooters. Yeah, and he's looking at these big titty bitches. Yeah, just like it's not doing it for me. He's doing. He's going knuckles. He's going legs. I, I've seen an eight inch cloaca. I'm not. <laughs> I gotta move past. Whoa, listen. Uh, Think about I, it. I, listen, Trina, I know you're trying hard, and I know you got, like, a kid in, sitting at the motel right now. Yeah. But what I've I've seen, listen, I've seen one tube and multiple things come out of it, so you're going to have to try a little harder for these tips right now. <laughs> but yeah. I just want to let you know that I'm an, I'm such a nice guy. I'm back in L.A. I'm feeling good. Yeah. I got these visions in my head. Something brought me here. I know this is the right place for me. I'm trying to renew my life. I think I'm going to start working out, like, all this kind of stuff. I'm giving you the opportunity now. This is what I've seen. This t- this just this <laughs> this fucking this fucking midtown tunnel of of waste and pleasure coming out. Right now, you now you now take take with that what you will. Now you want to make a better life for you and your son. Yeah, and I'm here to help you. Listen, I got I I wrote books. Sew your son's name onto yoga pants and sell them to Cary Grant's people. Yeah. Listen, why don't we go to the bathroom? together why don't we take this urinal cake we'll listen we'll cut it up you can have half you can have half to do what you're gonna do over there i'll take half over here we don't have to look at each other but just let just keep let's let us let us fill keep fill each other in on like what's going on so we can you know take tabs and then after this listen i ate only the legs before i'm gonna i'm gonna finish these like double uh bone some people come flats the flat what are you doing you're like flats yeah it's not flat it's not flat. The earth is flat. This is not as flat. <laughs> All right, boys. So he's in L.A. <laughs> and uh, right here we have one of the... He checks in. He's just <laughs> hanging out, smoking a bunch of cigarettes. Right? And this is one of the first cases of the MIB. Will Smith showing up. Oh. Nice. So, what? Yeah. Isn't the, isn't the MIB like the Hollywood version, like a bastardized version of the truth? Yeah. So... Like the real MI, well, the real MIBs, they're they're not necessarily from the government. They're like half human, half alien people, right? Hybrid folk. Hybrids. Oh, you brought that tall man some flowers. Yeah, right. 
What are you doing there? Just fix this I cigarette. broke a cigarette. Oh, oh I thought cigarette. you were putting some urinal cake in your beer. <laughs> I'm spite. Listen, I I can't He's smoke. He's roofing himself. Yeah, I, can't, I can't smoke in Tom's basement, so I like breaking up cigarettes into my beer. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so the except these weren't the hybrid alien like MIBs. They dressed like it. These were none other than his Swedish alien friends. Oh, the Nordics. What? Yeah, the Nordics. Return of the Mac. Yeah. <laughs> so George that's met, that's George, met George met two two new friends. One of them, a pal named Firkin, who was a Martian. Okay. Get out of here. And Ramu, who was a Saturnalian. That's a little bit cooler of a name. A Saturn alien? That's like the laziest way of calling yourself an alien. I'm yeah. a Saturn alien. Saturn alien. Okay. Yeah, what's up? I sat on this. I'm from Saturn. All right. So he mean Firkin. Fir- uh, should we rip on Firkin? Probably not. It's a he's still alive. He's still alive. He's Yeah. What hasn't he heard already, you know? Yeah. yeah. Firk. Oh, uh, Firkin. Uh, yeah. What, yeah. You got Kin. That's Fur. He's probably heard that. Yeah. So like- Fir- Firkin and Ramu are like, yo, guys, obviously this is all telepathic communication. He right. instructs George to get into a blacked out Pontiac. And so imagine if this scenario is true, that George is just like, I don't know these guys. Let me get into a Pontiac. Of course, it is true. And the car yeah, randomly course. drives off into the desert. All right. So uh, and he can't see outside. Do they blindfold him? No, he, they're they're fine. He just gets in this blacked out Pontiac, and you know, he's driving. Is he driving or is it uh, is this self driving? Well, did they bring him a self driving? Is it Ferk driving? Yeah, Ferk's driving. Ferk's driving. Nothing suspicious in Hollywood. It's yeah. just like there's two men making out, going, "Come with us." Yeah, and you get in the car, and there's a bunch of children tied up i'm assuming that's what did you just say that yeah it was a bunch of shit bunch of kids did uh, he owe money yeah uh, he a gambler yeah I, I think feel like he probably did owe money yeah that's fine yeah nice yeah i mean who listen who doesn't yeah so it turns out that they were driving him to none other than orthon who had parked the scout ship out in the desert yeah all right we're My going man. back so he's it's like later in the movie it's yeah. a reunion george is hey. like what up dog my guy, I remember the tube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm all that too. Oh, George, it's so good to see you. It's your friend, Orthan. I need you to reach inside of my cloaca and pull out <laughs> what seems to be a rock or something. I was trying the fruits of the area. Yeah. And I came up right. I ate something rather prickly. The oxygen to nitrogen uh, ratio on your planet has clogged up my orca. <laughs> What is that? How do you say this thing? Cloaca? Cloaca. I'm going to need you to reach. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> you could use a sock <laughs> on your hand if you. Your fr- you, I, you mustn't use any plastics. I'm allergic to latex. <laughs> George. George, I think you did it. I, here it comes. Please open your hot dog bun. Receive. Receive. <laughs> Receive my seed. Here comes my. That's not funny. It is a soft Rubik's funny. Cube. You can work with it. It's a, <laughs> it's it's a, a game. I believe it or not, when I put it in there, it wasn't solved. <laughs> it was, I solved it inside my cloaca with my brain. My Venetian body is a soft <laughs> Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Turn, Turn, right. so, <laughs> Turn So Orthon's, right, like, Orthon's like, Orthon's like, well, you want to go for a joyride, dog? George's like, fuck yeah. And he jumps in the ship. Now, in his book, he mentions three different trips that he took in three different ships. One was from Venus, one was from Mars, and one was from Saturn. 
Okay. All these Nina, prisons. the Pinta, the Santa Maria. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Nina Pinta <laughs> San Maria. Uh, most of these cruises were pretty similar, so I'm just going to lump them all together and talk about his, his general experience aboard. Oh, uh, no, a craft from another planet. This is amazing. Yeah. I love I love real things. Yeah, so, this is science. Yeah. Let's go. Carnival cruise. Where was he at? Yeah. So right right off the bat, he gets sick because he's on a carnival cruise. Uh, right off the bat, uh, <laughs> you might be scratching your head, right? How are these aliens coming from Mars, which is a planet with no ap- almost no atmosphere? Venus, yeah. whose surface is 900 degrees, hot enough to melt lead and pressure enough to have your head explode. And Saturn, that's just a gas giant that you can't stand on. Allegedly. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, allegedly. I, I don't know. They all seem like it might be a little warm or a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, there was a song I think Modest Mouse sang called Float On. I think that's about living on Jupiter. Nice. And well, and, the, and those too. tears, too. Te- yeah. Tears of Jupiter. Uh, dro- uh, drops of Jupiter. Yeah, that was yeah. a train. Is that a song? They, yeah. yeah, they took, train, train they took a train to Jupiter. And oh, dropped, okay. They dropped they the dropped Oh, my tears. old boss produced that song. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. a fucking asshole. Get, get him out of here. Fuck that guy. Get, yeah, so. Fuck that guy into his own ass. Yeah, also, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. That's right. what I say about Venus. What's up? Mm. Right. <laughs> so all these different planets are not very good for, uh, for life. And in fact, these aliens were just humans. They weren't anything special, just humans. Okay. Now That's very creative. Yeah. So now George explains, and he was, you know, he was told by these aliens that all the planets in our solar system are habitable, which was something that George had been screaming for about a decade in the face of existing science. He's like, thank God. Thank God someone like my friend Orthon is coming to tell me what I'm thinking Hell is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We're a go. Hell yeah. We're going. Okay. Not only is the Earth flat. But Mars is flat, Jupiter's <laughs> flat. Guess what? Mercury is flat too, right next to that flat sun. Yeah, but when guess what? Guess you know giant. why? You know why Pluto's not a <laughs> not a planet anymore? It's a rhombus. That's right. That's yeah. yeah. It got too big for Neil deGrasse Tyson. He was like, I don't think so. Yeah, don't talk shit about Saturn. Listen, it's not giant. It's just a little gassy. That's why he's got a little bump in the middle. Every time I see Neil deGrasse Tyson on something, I want to kill myself. No, I just hate him. So much. Yeah. I used to like him. All and right. then I realized that he's a cult leader. And that's oh. weird to me. Well. And he's on talk show host. He's just like, look at my vest. Everyone goes, ah, he's smart. All right. So, anyway, George, yeah, George, George not only was told that you could live on other planets, he was given an old 50s slideshow because this is, these are advanced aliens. Given a 50s slideshow. Of houses on Venus with gorgeous swimming pools, community parks, and even cities. It's- and you got a KitchenAid in the fucking, <laughs> you can make you, know, you can make rock pie on Venus. It, it, yeah, it sounds like one of those uh, timeshare pitches. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we'll bring you over to the universe. But all you got to do is sit for three hours, and we'll tell you about how you can wash your dishes, and the kids can play in the backyard on a recycled slide. That's great. Yeah. I love the mountains. So, so it all Are you tired of same old earth? <laughs> <laughs> I can't clean the room the right way. Check right. out my Venice. So, <laughs> so it turns out <laughs> turns out that the aliens could speak English all along. They just didn't want to and just preferred to talk telepathically. 
George oh, come figured. on. They learned. They learned. Yeah. They learned it. They learned they it. They learned it. They met one guy. He was like, he speaks this weird like English language. He's Polish. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't, have, we don't need a lot of words. Yeah. Well, he's speaking this weird English. I know what country I landed in. They talk like cavemen. They're like this. They're like, I like yeah. hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, that hot dog. Uh, poop, the same hole. <laughs> <laughs> so aliens actually were living, like these aliens were living as earthlings. And they had been guiding and advising us. So, oh, thank God. Thank oh, God, dude. So it's working. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Agar, your skin's hanging off your bones. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, Earth was like the violent backyard wrestling stepchild of the solar system. Yeah, that adds up. Yeah, dude. Where, whereas all the rest mm-hmm. of the planets lived in peace and harmony. Gathering of the Earth alos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We all just paint our face. Yeah, That's yeah. the big difference. We actually have done everything the same. <laughs> yep. We just paint our face. That's right. and, that, and then we can call each other's brothers and sisters. <laughs> and, so, and drugs are fine. So Earth was originally settled millions of years ago by people from... This is, what, this is the background of Earth, right? So it was settled millions of years ago by people from Mars and Venus. But... Yeah, women, uh, do men and women. You read that book, too. I read... That's science. Right, book. That's science. But uh, shit got fucked up, and the planet started to change. It had a fucking puberty. You remember with the dinosaurs dying off and shit's exploding? Right. few puberties. Yeah. Got hair. Hair on Antarctica. So, yeah. so these uh, Venusians and <laughs> Martians were like, fuck that shit, and they left. Right. Fuck you, Earth. Get out of my room or something like that. Well, I mean, these guys are they're like, we got peace over there. We came here for vacation, but also it's hurricane season. Yeah. Henry's I'm staying in the Dominican Republic, like now. No, yeah. it's September. Hell no, I'm yeah. going. Uh, I'm going up to the Brookshires, mm. where I got a nice little cabin. Mm-hmm. That's not here. Yeah, no. Tell us, Travis. So, so eventually, when Earth stopped having its geological tantrum, the brothers, space brothers, decided, uh, you know, we kind of want to have a perfect utopia in the solar system, and. So they took everyone who wasn't on board with the whole utopia thing and used Earth like a giant Australia and just left them on Earth with no spaceships. All right. This is adding up. Yeah. I'm really into it. So they sent all the violent fucks there and um, they're like, oh, have fun. And as the millennia passed, these Earth, these uh, scumbags formed civilizations that we know today. Now, occasionally, the brothers would come down and send people to help guide the Earthlings to probably redeem them out of their mean, you know, ways, their violent ways. One of those dudes, a Jesus. Oh. Out of here. I know that name from somewhere. Go. What else? (laughs) What is he doing? George? Jesus. Oh, Jesus. He was just an alien boy that came down. They put him up on a fucking telephone pole. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome that people know now. Well, I just heard. Continue. Tell us yeah. more. Sorry, we keep holding you up, Travis. So, ah, so yeah. George is talking all about. George is like getting all this shit. They're talking. He's drinking this sweet, heart like dense water stuff that they gave him. And of course, it's he's ice. he's ogling. Mike's hard there. He's ogling those female aliens, which are just Swedish supermodels. Right. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That's so. When you say ogle, 
Does is that like 1950s ogle where it's with the hands and penis? Yeah. Or is it like <laughs> not, like now where it's just the eyes? It's just the it's eyes. Just is eyes. there an is there an oh, ooga yeah. happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is he turning into a wolf? Yeah, he's doing a wolf <laughs> is he whistling and like spets coming off of his head. Right. They'll be like, here's the truth of the universe, and he's just like doing somebody stop me. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. then the ship flies off, and it's like hubba hubba hubba. Yeah, that that one lone <laughs> saxophone, like. Doo, 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 doo. Oh my God! Jessica Rabbit just walked in front of me, and she is so many nipples. Hamana 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 hamana. So on his second trip, he met this Martian idiot, either named Zul or Zulu, because in the book I read, it just changed. He just doesn't know how to spell it. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Go with it. Um, it's Brian, actually. Zulu. I was looking at tits. I don't fucking know your name. <laughs> so My I, name's George. I don't know your name. Yeah, on this second trip, he's, Zul's like, you want to see something cool? We're going to go past the moon, dude. All your Earth scientists, they're all idiots. The moon is dope. You got to go there. <laughs> God. God. So, damn, damn our Earth scientists. Yeah. So so the way the, the moon worked, you guys want to know how the moon really works. So... The side that we see is just a desert, right? Like, but it, you can you can still walk around. It's just hot. And when you go to the cusp between the the light side and the dark side of the moon, there's a whole bunch of forests with cities and animals. And then on the back side, it's Sweden. It's just cold, but you can live there. That's yeah, cool as shit. It's Sweden. They're sending down like the best hockey goalies like every year, coming down, mm-hmm. stopping pucks and whatnot. Yeah, and also. Listen, I heard Dark Side of the Moon. You know, we all heard this. It's a tremendous waste of plastic, the way they keep reprinting it and putting it in, into uh, Urban Outfitters and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. They keep we don't doing know it. what it is. I have a very rare copy of Dark Side of the Moon. I bought it the other day, fresh wrapped, from an Urban Outfitters. Oh, yeah. super and real. I, yeah. And then I ate Chipotle. And I was like, this is sick. This is life, baby. millionaire. This is, a, this is as good as gold. There is a song on there where it's like, listen, guy, I know your face. I know who you are. So what if I don't remember your name? Like, let's let's carry on. I, I It's fine. You know what? All this stuff is very believable. So let's keep going. I want to really wrap my head around it. Travis, take me to where George is. Right. So at the end of these three trips he has, he always ends up talking to a wise old master. Now, oh. these humans... Like they're they're human, but they have evolved further than we have, so they live to about a thousand. No biggie, no problem. Yeah. Um. So he like basically the master would always talk to George. He's like, "You're such a good boy for teaching that universal law shit that you do on Earth, because that's the real truth." Right. Although it cannot be easily described. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. But also at the same time, fucking told you so. Yeah. And uh, one time, one of the masters like, you know what? You want to go see your wife that died a few years ago? She reincarnated on Jupiter. You want to go see her? And George is like, no, 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 actually. George is like, no, no, I'm good. Can you smoke in here? Yeah. (laughs) I've been doing this uh, thing in Hollywood. I'm not sure she would like that. It's called gay sex. And uh, I've been having a lot of fun. Show me where my future wife is born right now. How you? Right. Yeah, men in black. But he also he, he did actually ask the space brothers if he could smoke on board, and they weren't very thrilled. But they're like, "Yeah, you can suck down some bugs." All right, cool. Yeah, you know what? You, come on, aliens are smart. They know what year it is. Yeah, they're just sucking down like brick-sized like cigars. They're going, "You f- all right? That's what you smoke." <laughs> just, they're like, like yeah. wrapping their mouth around brick. Ah. <sighs> What's that filter thing on that? We just we just lick it. 
Yeah. We light our tongues on fire. So I know you guys believe in this stuff, and I know it's not horseshit because it isn't horseshit, but some people might be sitting at home <laughs> thinking, man, this is all horseshit. This guy's crazy. He's making it up. Turn it off. Turn the show off. Yeah. Go home. Get out of here. You're done. Uh, Shit. But in the 50s, people sure didn't. They they even George was even investigated by cross-dressing J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI. Wow. Wow. Well, that's because I don't know, because probably he's smart. J. Edgar Hoover probably heard about the one. Uh, the one tube for right. yeah. yeah, the one tube. He's and a he tube was, guy, and he was like, "Wait, you can probably wear like a way shorter dress if yeah. you just have to cover up one tube." Yeah, so, I mean, one like, tube the rule them all. <laughs> realistically, I'm pretty sure that like the FBI had a whole division inspecting tubes. Yeah, yeah, and there's uh, you know, and how let, do I put that in me uh, and let it be? Yeah, there's there's no more uh uh eye overall seeing eye for just uh, the sexiest. Uh, things going on in the fifties. We're gonna take and a, J. Edgar Hoover. We're gonna take a foot and a half of PVC, shove it up your ass, and tape your cock to it. And then we're gonna put a bigger piece of PVC around it, and you're gonna be the talk of the town, sir. That's right. Then I can slip one of my microphones down there and listen to it. <laughs> so, so George George got this attention because his followers were constantly calling the FBI and reporting George, like you gotta check this guy out. He's been a uh, another planet. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's yeah. a short man with some tall, sexy men. Yeah. Uh, they saying they all brothers now. I don't know <laughs> what they're doing, but it's making me nervous. Yeah, George actually bragged that the FBI showed up and he faked these documents when he'd talk. He's like, "Look at this. This is a document that says I need to shut up." And the oh, F- okay. the FBI actually did contact him. And he's like, "You got to stop showing that off because uh, you know we can make just people disappear." This is the fifties. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of counterintuitive to go like I have a gag order. Yeah. <laughs> and I also am busy Friday night. So please leave me alone. Right. Uh he was also uh interviewed by the one of the Air Force things for the Blue Book, the project, which documented all these different uh alien encounters. And the guy who reported about him said that he thought he was complete bullshit. This was one of the uh the not reels. In the blue book. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, I I got to see what Bill Cooper thought of this guy. Because Bill Cooper was very, he was a lot more documented than this gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe him more so. So it wasn't just the government that was interested in George. George started doing world tours down in Australia. He was really big. And in 1959, he met with Queen Juliana of the Netherlands. Who cares? Who what, who cares about the Netherlands? Well, the thing was, it turned into a huge scandal because George leaked their meeting to the London press and a whole bunch of Dutch people were like, why the fuck is our queen meeting up with this fucking crazy guy? Uh, we so, better make prostitution illegal. Yeah. Listen, America's uh, gaining a, a really strong foothold uh, on, on this planet. And you, you're telling me there's Nordics out there in <laughs> spaceships? Hey, I'm a Nordic. Does he look like me? Yeah. Yeah. How can we make this work a little bit? With Scandinavian scumbags dialing in and going, I know it. Like Miss Cleo, he's on TV. He's just like, I've seen the space. I've seen him. Uh, I've been to the real Venice, which is on (laughs) Venice. Hello. My my name is George. Bring me your tall and your blonde and your one tubed. And anyone else stay home. 
So as the years went on, George was getting into his 60s. Uh, George started to hear a lot of, have a lot of telepathic conversations with these people from Venus and Mars. And the voices were talking very loud. He started to, you know, really have some good conversations. Now, I know what people at home are thinking, but Travis, I'm right there with you. This is no way schizophrenia. No, no way. This we don't could make not fun be of, schizophrenia. We don't make fun of, uh, you know, uh, mental disabilities on the show. Well, I'm not we do, a doctor. Yeah. I just know the truth that is out there. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Uh, schizophrenia is a scary one because that's how you get killed. But the other ones are funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other ones are funnier. Yeah. But schizophrenia, like a lot of people do damage. So we don't make fun of those people. We honor their presence. We get to know their stories. So what was like, what was George's like speaking fee at this? Like, was he, was he also like, was he going around colleges? Give a question. Oh, speeches? he was making, you know, was he, was he cashing in at all with, you know, with his brilliance? Oh, like Pat, you know, he was making Pat. so much money. He was making hand over fist. I love this country. That's yeah. Sick. Um, <laughs> So there were two more big moments in George's life. Uh, he claimed in the early 60s that he went to an interplanetary council meeting in Saturn. And he's like, you guys don't collect the garbage enough. Got to clean up, dude. He's kind of like the uh, a parrot at like a drug dealer's meeting. Yeah. You know, like a bunch of guys with guns and like <laughs> something's going down. And they just put him in the cage, and he's like, I don't understand any of this, but I'm so excited to be here. I'm really happy that you would allow me to to, to squawk back to it. You yeah. know, like, George, you weren't at an intergalactic meeting on, on Saturn. You had the Twilight Zone plastic on Saturday. It's different. <laughs> like, you were just, just in like, your house. God, I'm just watching guys sweat and looking at dolls. And, and also in the 60s, he had a secret meeting with the Pope. Okay, which pope was that? Uh, I didn't write it down. I think it was Alexander. Okay, what were his policies? Uh, hit gays in the face and touch children in the penis. Okay, well, I mean, we're talking about real world policies yeah. here. Yeah, get God or die trying. No, right? No, so so apparently George wanted no to he wanted to meet with the Pope because the Pope had questions for aliens, and but the Pope couldn't talk to aliens because he didn't have telep. Right, he's. I'm a pope. I don't know. I'm simple. I'm from. I live in Italy. I don't know where I'm from, though. Uh, <laughs> what do these aliens think about small, tiny baby penis? Like, hey, uh, hey, my alien friends. Hey, try this cracker. Tell me what you really think. Yeah. Is it good? Is that the best? Is that the best cracker you ever had? Does it need a little <laughs> oh. bit of salt? Hold on. Sit down. Just the. It's body, okay. At the body of the Jesus. <laughs> the body of the Jesus. Hey. Oh, you know him? Look, no, uh, not like I do. Yeah, no, they sent Jesus. Down, they sent Jesus down to Earth, and they fucking roasted him. Guys, you only saw like one resurrection. He does that weekly up here. It's like a fucking Las Vegas show. He's just getting nailed, nailed to fucking death. <laughs> every every forty Fridays, he comes back. He goes, "Fuck my dick with your cloaks." That's the miracle part that he can get so hard after losing that much blood. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so Jesus, quit quit hogging all the nailing, huh? Spread it around, huh? <laughs> yeah. So so the proof that George actually the proof that George actually met the Pope was that he he said the Pope gave him a little gold coin with the Pope's face on it. That's what I do when people meet me in person. <laughs> yeah. Every gold coin I've ever received has uh, turned out to be chocolate. Yeah. Oh, um, you're half Jewish. You have so was this similar? 
Yeah, well, is this, it turns are all the religions the same. It turns out that this gold coin you could get of the Pope's face, you, you could get at the gift shop in the Vatican. Uh, but, but he didn't pay for his. Yeah, exactly. he didn't pay for it's his. Still that's a gift. The difference. That's a di- he. Where's your receipt? I don't have um, one. I he didn't give it. He took the shop out of the gift and said, "Here's a gift." Right. Okay, so <laughs> Justin, you want to ask me the question? Listen. I know that we're all well made. Uh, we're mushed together, smart uh, of uh, star stuff. What is this sentence? And you know, <laughs> you know, once you're born, do you ever truly did? But I want to know how how George did it. Did he hit that tree or what? Okay, so George, nice. like I said, he was filthy rich uh, from his UFO TED talks, and he was jet setting <laughs> all over the place. Um, and in 1965, George was hanging out with his friend and follower, Madeline Rodifer. Now, her husband was in the hospital, uh, so this old man, George, was hanging out watching her anus, making sure she didn't light the house on fire or something. Mm. Hospital's good. You got to check out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're just like, yeah, some, hospital's a fucking, you know, it's a body shop for the body. It's yeah. a body shop. <laughs> The real body shop. Right. So she's he's hanging out with Madeline, and they spot a small craft heading towards Washington. And, of course, at this point, he's got enough money. He's got better than a Polaroid. He pulls out his his film camera. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, he starts shooting video of of this craft. Now, he goes to get this... uh, this film developed, and he said the develop the developer stole the footage. He said it was the best footage that he ever got in his life, but the developer stole it. Even so, the developer showed him the footage and then stole it. Yeah, it was like <laughs> this is how it's coming out. It takes a long time. Give me a little more. I got to finish the last few frames. This is the best footage you've ever done. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've been, I want to thank you for your business been coming to me for a long time. This is the best thing you ever done. Oh, whoops! <laughs> whoops! Stolen. <laughs> oh no, it's gone now. Look over there, a white square. <laughs> so, anyway. where'd that guy go? Yeah. So, My 1970s neck can't turn around so quick. Yeah, so he goes off. He leaves Madeline, goes to Rochester, New York to do a lecture, and he does another one coming back to Washington, D.C. And he wasn't feeling too hot, so he skipped his lecture in Washington, D.C. Got the news that his film was missing or stolen. Uh, when he got back to Maryland and hanging out with Madeline, he saw on April 23rd, uh, 16, uh, 16, 1965, <laughs> at the age of 74, Adam, uh, Adam Ski died of a heart attack in Silver Springs, Maryland at Madeline's home. Classic. Classic way to die. Now he just went home. Went back he to just, he just went back to Saturn. And that's our boy George. Ooh. All right, boy George. That's nice. Uh, I appreciate how much truth he spoke. I appreciate how eye-opening he was to the rest of the world. I can appreciate a man who travels, except yeah. Jeff Bezos, because he's annoying when he talks about it. Not so much the the feed is. I don't know. It's a billionaire. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, I love a good origin story, and what better one than the the UFOs? You know what I mean? And this yeah, guy, I mean, he 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 reached his hand up and brought us the yeah the fucking truth, man. And also a fun maybe like m- listen, uh, Independence Day, Men in Black, right? Mars Attacks. It's a good movie still. And we're gonna watch it with you. We're gonna watch it on two TVs. We owe this all to the, to this man. Well, you know, he's the first ambassador to Earth, not the last. Hopefully, first ambassador to Earth. 
All right. Well, uh, if we had to vote in an ambassador, uh-huh. like, would this be a ridiculous thing? Because I'm just going to go with um, anyone with AIDS. Yeah. And yeah. just so they can tell a sob story. I would we'll say Guy Earth- Fieri. He's a very nice man. He donates a lot and he likes sauce. And I know aliens love sauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Who would you send out there to our smarter Nordic friends? Oh, I would probably, I I mean, like, it's my answer for most things, but I'm going to send The Rock everywhere, um, only because I still think that doorways are too narrow, and he is uh, a, a beacon of, uh, of the wider doorway movement. The only way you can make The Rock better is if he had the surgery, and he went all the way and got the cloaca installed. So he didn't have to wade around like the rest of us and come shit and piss at the same time. The ro- the rock <laughs> says, I do it all at the same hole. Do you spell <laughs> what's in my hole? It's a lot of things. <laughs> That's the 90s for you. It's just like the 90s was just a confused mix-up state. Now everyone's trying to trade one hole for another hole. But the future also- is all one hole. We know that. Also- <laughs> I also heard The Rock eats like 10 pounds of cod every day. So he might have a cloaca. Yeah, just over time, your your dick starts to shrivel and travel like some kind of fluke's eye yep. or a flounder <laughs> eye. Just- yeah. They do, you know, they, they start on two separate sides and then float over. I thought it was the other way yeah. around. No, they start as a fish swimming reg- like a regular fish. <laughs> they get lazy. And, and, then, get stupid. and then the eye travels onto one side. That's for fluke. Uh, you see it on the right side. Right. And then flounder, it's on the left side. I did not know they're, that. Uh, they're they opposite flounder. sides. Exactly. Is that, like, is that like people with really bent necks? How they like, their most important position is watching TV in bed? It's the bent neck, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Is that well, why I am now? I'm just looking down all the that's time. That's why all the fishing hooks are curved, because most fish have those bent necks. Right? Yeah. And then <laughs> you, you have those, those, those people with heavily bent penises that can shoot loads around corners. Yeah, that's a gift. Do we do do any do we know for sure if any of our friends have a bent penis? Uh, actually, I don't know. I, I haven't examined closely. Yeah, no. This is yeah, a- I haven't. Usually, when anyone pulls out uh, their penis, I grab my protractor. But you know, <laughs> usually when we're hanging out, I don't have my protractor handy. Right, that's I, the problem. I like, feel like they would have told us. Yeah, could you? Yeah. I would have told you. I, I would have been, I would've been like, listen, yeah. this shit is at like 70 degrees. It's going. I, it's like a boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> I've exposed myself more than any of my friends I know. <laughs> I've been in Ray's pool. Ray, who does in fact have a girlfriend, he his pool yeah. many times naked. When yeah. everyone's going, it's the winter, Tom. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Everyone's inside. No, all times of year, you must show yourself. Get it uh, out. Is what a, a sick, younger version of myself was doing. Yeah, exactly. You have to dampen your cloaca. And imagine how many more times you would show yourself if it was all in the front instead of the front and the back. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That, and the feedback box that I let <laughs> left out, it, most of the answer, that, wait, that's pretty straight. Wait, there's a feedback box? I always left the oh, feedback box. There's like a, like, a, like a muffler on the exhaust? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a... <laughs> Wait, Tom, did we actually get any voicemails? Did people leave voicemails? Oh, about yeah, animals? one person left a voicemail. And look, I we kind of we talked about it on the show. We tweeted about it. We Instagrammed about it. I understand why people don't want to tell us their stories. But one person, one brave person, one sent brave a story. person. Oh my god. Okay. Uh Travis, I will send it to you. 
You listen to it on your own. We're going to listen to it here. We'll right. converse after. Who was calling you? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody wanted to, you know, I, I put it out there. I'd love to hear your experiences and compare it to the real man, the real research. See how close you get. Are these uh, are these calls specific to the episode? Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's one call. Well, shame on everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got to be out in fields alone, cornfields more often alone with your anus out. I was uh, doing drugs listening to Tool one time uh, <laughs> on uh, on Alex Gray's property, um, which which was a that's Tool. It was a harmonious experience, and we we walked through the woods. Uh, littered with with his sculptures and eight by tens of of the tool members stapled onto trees. I don't know. And we, yeah, we came upon a bluff, and we looked at it. And I feel like after after this episode, I feel like George would really know what I'm talking about. He would. Oh, okay. All right, Travis. I'm gonna play this voicemail. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play it now. Hi. So I've had an experience with a UFO once in my lifetime. I live in Rhode Island, which is the smallest and shittiest state, but um, I was driving to pick up my sister with my dad one time when I was a kid, and we were just passing by, like, the theater because she was in a play, and above the theater, there was this big, big red, like, circle, like a big orb floating in the air, and... It was, like, right above the theater, and my dad and I both saw it, and we were like, yo, what the hell is that? And my tiny, like, little six-year-old brain was like, yo, that's got to be a fucking UFO. And my dad was like, we're going to drive around the back of the building, and we're going to take a closer look at that shit. And by the time we had gone around to the back, it was already fucking gone. Like, we just went over, like, under, like, a little bridge, like, just to get around the back of the building. And by the time we had circled around it was gone i may have just been stupid and saw seen ball lightning but you know it'd be like that aliens exist for sure 420 blaze that fuck you travis <laughs> <laughs> well you know it looks like you got a little case of uh red alien man yeah i think uh his story doesn't check out at all because he was a child and also he cursed a lot yeah how old was he about third grade six he said yeah third, okay six. <laughs> still young for third grade Who cares as a child you should never believe children you know well, i agree if we learned anything from this story it's aliens like old men the older and, the better that's right and theater uh which again like i was saying before uh you tried to tell me wrong president but that's not true precursor to hollywood which we all know if I have to say it, then it's too late. Yeah. Hollywood, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean. All right, Hollywood. So there you go. That's the show. Uh, Travis, thank you very much for bringing yeah. us to Alien. Well, hold on. Um, wait, before we move along, any, any other thoughts on that guy's voicemail? I wanted to like say more, but also I don't believe him. Well, you As know, a believer of aliens, I, I, I agree with him because I know that they're, I don't believe I know. You know, I think this guy may have won Ben Stein's money and his eyes may have been very red and needs Visine because he said 420 blaze it. So, yeah. How, now, you know, this, it's, it's just, uh, it's a frustrating story because yeah. you just want to know more. It's true. What, what were you wearing? What did you eat? What was your dad? What was your dad do for a living? Was the play? What kind of car were you driving? Any good? What what play was it? Yeah, exactly. Is you know has she graduated from theater to maybe the motion pictures? You said you mentioned something about a little bridge. Is that sexual? Probably exactly. not. 
Yeah. Well, it's in but, Rhode Island, dude. I mean, isn't that what they call a sexual bridge in Rhode Island? Little bridge. Yeah, the little bridge. Bridge boys. Skin bridge. It's like, hey, you want to you want to meet bridges later? Yeah. But, That's what you know. If you can, yeah. they call them bridges up there. You know, you, <laughs> you have a good time with a lady. You know, at the same time though, this is like a lot of. Uh, a, a lot of UFO stories. They're always like, well, you should, you had to be there, man. That's you know, true. Yeah, I saw this yeah. thing and, ah. That's kind of like this show. To understand how funny it is, you have to be here. <laughs> and that's yeah. what you need to tell your friends when you tell them about the show. You should be telling. Look, yeah. anyone who listens to this, you need to harass your family members and friends to listen to this show more. That's true. Uh, cousins you haven't li- talked to in 12 years, first thing out of your mouth should be like, ah, listen to Ross Morton. You learn. Okay. Yeah. You know uh, what? That was the last thing Orthon said to fucking George was listen to Roast Mortem Cast in the future after you're dead. And Orthon was like, ha, 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 ha. And he has <laughs> air buds in his clock. <laughs> That's how he listens. Because he's, yeah. he's Orthon and him and his friends, Bradley and China Man. <laughs> they all listen <laughs> to the show on Apple their Apple products via Spotify because it's available everywhere. They they yeah. skipped over. So and if you want to learn more about Klaikas, <laughs> just go to patreon.com slash roastwormcast where you can learn more. We're about to talk about this for a good half hour. The, yeah, the, the, the waves are traveling uh, out into space right now. Right. Because it's also on terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. which turns into extraterrestrial radio. They know. Like, like, yeah. like, like Johnny Unitas throwing uh, a bomb of a pass uh, now hitting the Kuiper belt as we speak. Uh, I just want to say out there uh, to all you listeners that lateralis is a really good record. Ah, and come on. <laughs> <laughs> we invite you on the show. And you, just like, you say that. Yeah, and it's like, come ah. on, man. Uh. Well, Fuck you guys. Justin, <laughs> thank yeah, you. No, That's a beautiful Justin, note. Justin's joining the Royal Order of Tibet, um, a.k.a. Alex Gray Society. I don't yeah, actually. Sa- the Sasha Gray Society. Sasha Gray Society. I don't actually recognize Tibet as a country. I don't either. I, don't, I actually don't recognize the East as a place. Yeah, I think uh, when I think of Asia, I think of China uh, because I have uh, several business dealings up in the air right now. And right. I'd like to protect that and buy a giant house. It's all giant. And it's all yeah. China. So what happened? Yeah, it's just a giant ship, and it's all China. And I just want to thank China for listening, and I want to thank every one of you for listening. Uh, Justin, where can people hear you at the beginning of and uh, the end of episodes? Of- <laughs> yeah, where can yeah. we hear about your weekends? Yeah, it's cool. Listen to me at the top and bottom of every Heavy Hole uh, podcast yeah. episode, uh, heavyholepodcast.com. Uh, it's the same phone number also that you would uh, call for a uh, roast mortem. Actually, yeah, I'm totally open to just playing random UFO encounters. So yeah, keep like them this. coming. 631-837-3274 if you want to tell us about a UFO encounter. It might show up on an episode about, like, I don't fucking know, maybe George C. Scott. Yeah. Why not? Oh, maybe about fun. Christopher Columbus. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. He's half alien. We know that's how we got here so quick. Yeah. What is Nina and Pinto Santa Maria doing on Long Island in 20 minutes? Yeah. yeah. You know, I want to thank you guys for uh, bringing me on. Thanks for being You know, and uh, it's a pleasure uh, to come here and talk and to plug my website, um, pornhub.com slash Danny D. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really, you know, 
it's uh, I, whenever you know we can just talk uh, about it. It's fun. So thank you. I'm excited to have you on the show more because yeah, I love you, my friend. Around. Yes. Thanks for having us on <laughs> thanks your for life. Having us on. So what's going? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so thank you uh, for listening to Roast Morning Podcast. Thank you. I'm about uh, to go through uh, Tom's closet of old shoes and pick out what my new pair of shoes are going to be. You're more than welcome, <laughs> Travis. Tell us about the show. Tell us about the rest of it. Close us out. Did you go to roastmortem.com? Comes. All right, I'm going to drink beer now. Thanks for listening. You go to roastmortemcast.com. You can check out uh, some merchandise. You can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, is, he is knows. There, is, there a link to the pa- is there a link to the Patreon on the website? Do we? I don't even know. Oh, yeah, Travis, you did Patreon. such a nice one. Yeah, 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 Patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. Yeah, Patreon.com slash heavyholdpodcast. Patreon.com slash ismydicktoobig.com. Yeah. Nope. Thank you, Shane. Patreon. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Shane. Thank you. All right. <laughs>